welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Um, how are you doing today? We're uh, good morning. Uh, in the middle of the uh, discussion of the covenant, particularly as uh, we talk about uh, both sides of the deal that that God mm-hmm. uh, does. Fortunately for us, <laughs> uh, the covenant is: I'm going to bless you to make you a blessing, and. Uh, I am going to ask you to give it away, and I can work both sides of the agreement. Interesting enough, all sides of the agreement. Um, uh, I was reminded, uh, I've been doing uh, this interesting little project, uh, Tawanda Norton, uh, who's one of our leaders. Um, She's amazing. If you missed the episode that we had her on, the two episodes, anybody should go back and listen to that. It's just incredible to hear what God's doing through her. She's a great prayer warrior, and she's... It's really, again, this is when we talk about giving it away. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we talked about uh, Dave uh, Dunkel and uh, him receiving it, and he's giving it away. Well, Tawanda uh, was an employee of his. Right. Uh, and they shared on their story a little bit because uh, they happened met to be— Met in an elevator, uh, right? <laughs> met at the elevator at work. He's the big shot, you know, CEO, and she's just uh, a, a, actually a, a contractor. Um, and she had been praying about— you know, how can I communicate with him? I have I have some uh, words for him, but she said I, I can't. I don't have the privilege of just doing it on my own. You know, so Father, you're gonna have to arrange it. And so they wind up in the elevator, um, awesome. and they sh- start sharing together. And then Dave was just starting um, doing abiding uh, mm. at the at work and teaching it. Right. Um, and so he invited her. Say, hey, why don't you come to the abiding class? So she learns it. Um, and she ran with it. And then she received it. And then they, actually, Dave, uh, there was a moment where um, she was participating in it, and uh, Dave was going to go teach it. And actually, the Spirit told him, don't don't even go in today. Mm-hmm. Uh, you give it to her now. Let her do it. And so she did. And uh, and so she's grown, and she's been discipling and, and giving it away. Well, um, she uh, uh, we've been praying about, uh, and through a series of wonderful prophetic words about her, um, she was given this opportunity to teach abiding at a woman's conference. Right. On a very large scale. Well, it started out in, in her mind. Uh, <laughs> it was, I said, well, how many? She said, mm-hmm. oh, maybe 30, 40. Um, I said, okay, I've got actual material that can work for that group. Uh, let me get it to you and we'll, we'll work on it. Um, and I, I had it printed. Right, uh, and I actually printed fifty because she said thirty. I said, "Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna do more. You know, I'm gonna do fifty. Just in so, case. <laughs> so she calls me up, and this is like two weeks before. She says, uh, "Rich, there's ninety. Uh, wow, that are coming, and uh, could you know, can we get more books?" And I said, "Yeah, sure." So we you know we got them printed right away and got them out to her. So she does an abiding weekend with mm-hmm. <laughs> with ninety women. Um, and they go through abiding, and then uh, what we do in that in that bigger group. I and I actually developed this before that um, 
since they don't have time to go through what we what you and I know to be what we call the Ezekiel exercise, right. which is you know start to hear from God and then you'll know where to go, um, and then we help interpret that. Well, you can't do that for ninety people. That take it right. you know a week. Right. So uh, we have a form that says you know what is your your big question? What is your highest uh, level of interest right now? If something you'd like mm-hmm. to know, <clears throat> and she, they fill it out, and then Tawanda uh, sent those to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I've been working on uh, giving them back. Okay, here's the scripture for you to start with, mm. um, and each each person and I write it down, and then Antoine is going to give it to him. Well, uh, basically, uh, and this is really interesting to me. Uh, out of the entire group, they ultimately mostly had the same questions. Hmm. Uh, it's um, how do I live a more abundant life? Mm-hmm. Um, how do I know God's purpose and will for me? Because mm. uh, I'd like I to, I, I would like right. to serve Him, and then how can I help others and truly uh, serve other people uh, if for mm. the kingdom? Uh, so it was, it was all interesting to me that that was a very common right. uh, question and statement that they wanted, uh, and so uh, I'm actually working with Tawanda to now take the people uh, through, we have, we have courses of take them through the covenant mm-hmm. uh, to learn it, that in order to give it away, you actually got to receive it. Right. And, and that blessed abundant life and start to understand that and then God will lead you. And then he'll, he will ask you to give it away and you'll start to understand it. And then discerning God's will, we have another course called discerning God's will that you can then specifically learn your path mm-hmm. amongst that that truth of the covenant, you know, and so they kind of go hand in hand. So it's really, it's really interesting, and it really struck me is that uh, likely that's probably on the on the heart of a lot of people. Of mm-hmm. you know, how do I really experience a, a? If you say the covenant, I'm going to be blessed. Well, how do I do that? Um, and of course, remember it's flow through. Uh, and then um, how do I discern that in, individually? And God says, you know, I'll, I'll walk you into it. So it. I think I think what God's showing us is that uh, it's really uh, becoming more pronounced that people have a heart to do it, yes. um, and that's exciting to us, and that we can we can uh, share with that and get people into the depth of that. Because when we get, you know, think of all those women, if they receive it, the explosion just amongst them, right. Right. Will be, will be the remarkable. pure math of that the is fascinating. The math of that is remarkable. <laughs> and Tawanda's at the very be- at the center of all that, um, who is just has a heart, uh, mm-hmm. you know, to receive it and give it away. You know, so it's very exciting. So we talked last time about uh, the aspect of uh, the it's an agreement. Remember the covenant. Mm-hmm. I'm going to bless you to be a blessing. Um, you have to come to the closing. You have to show up. Uh, you have to bring your uh, things on your part of the deal to receive what I have to give to you, God speaking. And, and if you think of it in a really simple way, it just says, well, you got to be with me, walking with me, surrender to me, and I'll do the work. So we, we're going to come across a couple of cool verses about that. We talked last time in Jeremiah, um, I'm going to put my spirit within you and cause you to have a heart to follow. Um, mm-hmm. And so that's the, whole, that's the work of the Holy Spirit. And, and again, because of that, the people that don't are really working hard not to, uh, hmm. because the spirit's always saying, "I'm I'm working you to want to do that." 
Right. Uh, now, the problem is that there's not very many what I call marketers. Uh, so that, yeah, it's like, okay, I feel a tug, but then I observe the typical Christian life, mm-hmm. including my own, and say, I don't, I don't see the blessing. Uh, and so I don't think it's real. And why would I ever want to do something different? I'm trying to figure this out on my own, you know. And, mm-hmm. and so there's this, this uh, battle of the flesh. Uh, but he says, that's, that's my heart. I'm trying to bring it. Okay, let's go to uh, Ezekiel uh, 11, uh, 17 to 20. Uh, Ezekiel 11, 17 to 20. Therefore say, thus says the Lord God, I will gather you from the people's I will gather you from the peoples, assemble you from the countries where you have been scattered, and I will give you the land of Israel. And they will go there, and they will take away all its detestable things and all its abominations from there. Then I will give them one heart, and I will put a new spirit within them, and take the stony heart out of their flesh, and give them a heart of flesh, that they may walk in my statutes and keep my judgments and do them. And they shall be my people, and I will be their God. Yep. so uh, he says that um, from your trouble, from your difficulty, from the places that you have been or are that isn't of me, and that's why you're experiencing uh, the lack of, of the abundant life, he says, I'm going to bring you back. Um, and if you come back, he says, I'm going to give you the promised land. I'm going to give you the covenant. I'm going to mm-hmm. bless you to make you a blessing. Um, and as you go there, okay, now, um, because they're going there, by definition, what does that mean they're doing? If if they're going with him. They're going they're with him. They're listening to him and they're, they're following. They're following. Um, I receive that. I'm, in a, I'm, in, I'm not in a good place. This, he's describing mm-hmm. it. You're not in a good place. Now, they're children of Israel. And they could mm-hmm. say, as a child of, of God, how come, how come, how come? Right. And God says, well, because you walked away and I couldn't deliver it to you. But now that you have a heart to come, mm-hmm. come on, uh, as you're coming back, uh, there's something that you're going to wind up doing. Um, and that is that um, uh, you're going to do what? You're going to put away the detestable thing. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so um, let's jump over to Isaiah 30. <laughs> I'm uh, there already. Okay. I, as soon as I read that, I started thinking okay. about those. Go Isaiah ahead. 30, 21, Go ahead. Read, read that, and then uh, we'll, we'll share with that. So this, is this again, is Isaiah who's saying the same thing. Uh, mm-hmm. You haven't been following me, but I'm waiting for you to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, now that you're willing to do it, here's, here's what he's going to do. Go ahead. You want me to start in 21 or yeah. back up a little? Yeah, 21 okay. okay. Your ears shall hear a word behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it. Whenever you turn to the right hand or whenever you turn to the left, you will also defile the covering of your images of silver and the ornament of your molded images of gold, and you will throw them away as an unclean thing, and you will say to them, get away. Yeah, and the uh, he says, I'm going to speak to you uh, specifically which way to go in back into the promised land. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to deliver promises. I'm going to deliver covenant. I'm going to bless you to make you a blessing. Um, come with me. While you're doing that, which is what mm-hmm. it says here in Ezekiel, um, you'll throw away the things that are detestable. And the word, literally the word there uh, in Isaiah 
is you'll throw them away because they're they're like a menstrual cloth, um, mm-hmm. and it's basically it becomes stinky to you uh, mm-hmm. and unpleasant. And so you, you, it's not like okay, I have to, I'll try, I'll work really yeah. hard, I really want to, but I'm going to try to overcome it. He says, what I'll do is I'm going to make it basically stinky. Mm-hmm. To where you automatically say, I actually don't even want that anymore. Right. Uh, my idol, and we actually, uh, you know, uh, talked uh, uh, in the, when we talked about end times where the uh, Antichrist is set up as, a, as an image, as an idol. Mm-hmm. It's that an idol is anything that you've decided is more important than God. Right. So it could be family, work, children, um, church even. Um, right. I've established a variety of things that's made way more important than God. Yeah, even uh, health. I mean, there there is a list of things that we could give idol status if we're not careful. Health, yeah, yeah. sports, um, food. You know, food can become an idol. Our, yeah. our image, the way we view ourselves can become an idol. Anything yeah. that we are giving more weight and more value to than God is an idol in our life. And you can really look at how you spend your time and see where your idols are. Yeah. And uh, sports, interesting enough, is a, is a big one just because it's it's such a big deal in America. And it's, and it's enjoyable. It's fun. And uh, mm-hmm. it's, it is it is uh, entertainment. But the problem is, and I fell into this too, and I noticed it, um, that, um, you know, I, I enjoy football, for example. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm and I'm a, I am an athlete. And, and I like athletics. Um, I, right. I was one, I am one, and I, you know, and I enjoy it. Um, and I still ski, play golf, uh, bike ride, you know, those are the kind of things I still do. Um, well, I like football. And I noticed um, a couple years ago that when my team lost, I got a mm-hmm. little bit, a little bit sad. Mm. Um, and it bothered me. And I, you know, and God had to had to kind of do this where He said, "Okay, now as you're walking with me, let me let me show you something, um, and I'm going to make that detestable to you, so that you don't drift off into, mm. in a sense, making it a little what I would call a mini idol." Um, mm-hmm. It wasn't that I was obsessed by it; it was just right. that it was just that it it bothered me. Because my team lost, and, and and of course God had to show me why why, why would you even care uh, right, to that level, right. you know? And, and yeah, yeah, the people are going to lose anyway. So what what do you care about? You know, so I had to make it detestable to where oh okay, uh, uh, I understand it now, and I'm being purified, not because go do it and then come back. It's while mm-hmm. you're walking with me, right? I'm going to do it, um, and He says uh, it's it's my work. And then if we go back to Ezekiel. Uh, which you read is he says um, I'm going to put my spirit within you with one mm-hmm. heart and the one heart is see with him right um, and then uh, and that's how it becomes detestable honestly yeah. because as we're with him we can't be with him and be somewhere he doesn't want to be right or be honoring or worshiping something that isn't what he is, you know? And so that's how it naturally, as we simply stay with him, he naturally starts to shed those idols and bring light to them and give us power over them keeping us captive. Right, Um, and he says, I'll put my spirit to unify yours with mine and I'll do both sides of the deal so that I can Mm -hmm. deliver the covenant. And the covenant is both the blessing and it's the release of things that burden me 
of things mm. that aren't healthy for me. Like if I get if I have a football team that, that I get upset about losing, it's now affected my soul. Right. And God said, Well that's not And blessing. stealing your joy. And stealing and, my yeah. joy, that's not blessing. Let me let me purify that for you. Because mm. blessing see is all but not just material things. Right. Uh, and, says, and even in that, I mean, I know people know this, but I'm just clarifying. So it's not like he said, get rid of football altogether. No. Or at least in your case, he didn't say, get rid of this altogether. No. He, he said, there's a hard adjustment I need you to make so that you're walking in the abundant life that I have for you. Yeah. Yeah. And, and um, the, uh, so it was, I still want you to enjoy something that's enjoyable to you, but I want you to do it in a healthy way mm-hmm. so that um, uh, I stopped being in a position where I, I uh, spent the entire time uh, focusing on the game as right. opposed to, well, this I want you to go out with your wife or I want you to go out with your, with your family or your friends mm-hmm. and don't stop where I'm going to bless you for the sake of that. You, you can mm. relax. Don't worry about it. Don't be obsessed by it. Uh, don't run your life around it, mm-hmm. and then at the moments where you have it, you know, go go and enjoy it. Um, and by the way, it it, it can be uh, a positive thing. So, like for example, um, uh, here in Denver, there's a Denver Broncos, and um, I have a friend out of Phoenix, and he's been a season ticket holder for like 25 years. It's mm. got it's got really oh, good, that's really, fun. really good seats, and uh, and literally it was like four or five years ago, we were just talking. Uh, you know, and he was just saying, "Hey, did, did you know I have season tickets?" No, I didn't know that. Uh, I do. And I said, "Oh, that's cool." And he says, "Because I live in Phoenix, I only go to one one game a year." Oh my goodness! Uh, <laughs> would you Would you like the tickets? Uh, I said, "Well, how much?" <laughs> um, and he said, "I'll give them to you at face value." So, and they're a hundred bucks a piece, you know. And wow, okay, that's great. amazing. Uh, so uh, I'll take the ones that you don't go to. And so uh, my grandson, who's a football player, uh, loves going to the game. So mm-hmm. he and I use that time to just do life together uh, where, you know, how's it going and what's going on in your life? And, right. and here's what God is saying about it. And so we're connecting around something that's really enjoyable. And sometimes, you know, I can't go and we don't go and I have him go with a, some, a friend or we give away the tickets to somebody else. And it's not obsessive, it's just enjoyable, including, right. and we both had to learn this, is that we can be at a game and <laughs> they're getting uh, beat and mm-hmm. it didn't. We 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 learned that yeah, it didn't. It didn't. Bother. You're enjoying it, it, being at the game. Yeah, it didn't. <laughs> it didn't bother us anymore because, as you said, it's God doing a work mm-hmm. to put things in proper perspective. And it's not rich. You got to stop going to football games mm-hmm. and prove to me that, you know, you're surrendered to me. And it's no, just let me deliver to you truth, what it means for you, and let me help you bring to a healthy place. And he said, don't think so binary, just think blessing and, and willing to follow what I have to say and put me first right. and not something else. Uh, and then as we look at uh, this aspect of him working both sides, go to uh, Ezekiel uh, 36 and then 23 through 30. Ezekiel 36, 23 to 30. And I will sanctify my great name, which has been profaned among the nations, which you have profaned in their midst. And the nations shall know that I am the Lord, says the Lord God, 
when I am hallowed in you before their eyes. For I will take you from among the nations and gather you out of all the countries and bring you into your own land. Then I will sprinkle clean water on you and you shall be clean. I will cleanse you from your filthiness and from all your idols. I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit within you and I will take the heart of stone out of your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes and you will keep my judgments and do them. Then you shall dwell in the land that I gave to your fathers. You shall be my people and I will be your God. I will deliver you from all your uncleanness. I will call for the grain and multiply it and bring no famine upon you. And I will multiply the fruit of your trees and increase of your fields so that you need never again bear the reproach of famine among the nations. Yeah. So he basically says, uh, when you walk with me, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to deliver the covenant. I'm going to cause you to be blessed, mm-hmm. even materially, uh, but in all aspects of it. Uh, and, he, and he says, I'm going to cleanse you. Now, by the way, who's doing the cleansing? Him. He is, yeah. Um, it's not you go cleanse yourself. It's, no, I'll cleanse you. How does he cleanse us? Walk with Christ. Christ mm-hmm. gives us his righteousness. Uh, when? How about now? Just come be with me. You're covered by my righteousness. I've cleansed you. And then I'm going to put a new new heart and a new spirit within you so and cause you to walk with me, to keep my instructions, to dwell with me, to be in the promised mm-hmm. land. Um, I'm doing the work. So really, as you look at him doing both sides, our only role is to do what? To stay with him. <laughs> I'll just go with you. <laughs> I'll just go with you that, um, in a sense, we use this analogy of the... Uh, closing like for your for your uh, uh, dad's place, uh, you had the title and somebody brought the money, mm-hmm. and God says, "I tell you what, I'll bring the title. I have the money to give you to give me. <laughs> um, you just got to show up. Right. That's it. I mean, that's really how how amazing it is. Mm-hmm. It's like you don't have to go create anything, or do anything, or make anything, or try to decide anything." I'm working both sides of it, and yeah, there's requirements on your side. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to be clean. You have to uh, cast your idols away. You have to surrender to me. You have to walk with me. You have to wait on me. all these things we talked about. You have to have peace. He says, while you need those requirements, the money to show up at closing, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna give you the money, mm-hmm. and the only thing you got to do is actually come. That's Just it. be with me. Yeah. Just be with me. You know. So he says, I'll fulfill the covenant. And that's why we keep telling people, I know, I know, I know that you're you're not experiencing it. And if you would trust the opportunity to learn that he can give you the ability to be with him, all you gotta do is say yes. And if you say yes, which I can help you with, abide mm-hmm. and learn and stay with him, discern his will. Uh, God will deliver absolutely. I'm going to give you the promise. I'm going to cause you to be in a mm-hmm. place where I can deliver the promised land to you. So he he works both sides of the deal. Right. And uh, it's such a beautiful, uh, what a great opportunity. And the only reason, think about it, the only reason you could thwart all that would be what? Just selfishness, staying, you know, wanting to do it yourself I'm, and not I'm, staying I'm not, with I'm him. not going. I'm not going. And yeah. so remember, we have the Isra- Israelites. Um, when God says, I'm taking you to the promised land. Mm-hmm. And they said, we're not going. Right. We are not willing to go. And God said, okay. Um, 
and it says in Hebrews, he'll let you make that choice. Yeah, it's a free free will, and it's uh, he he uh, uh, Hebrews three fifteen to nineteen says um, he was angry because I mm-hmm. can't deliver to you the covenant because you won't you won't you won't you're not willing to go, right? Um, and you cannot now receive it because of your just unbelief, and the word unbelief is refusal to be persuaded that what God has to say is true. Mm-hmm. He said, okay, and they all died outside of his will and never experienced the promised land, even though God had offered it to him and said, I'm ready to and deliver. And that's what he wanted for them. My right. side, you just got to come with me, including it's, it's a struggle, it's okay. you know. And then, of course, Joshua and Caleb said, well, we, we believe it, and they got to go to the promised right. land. And then when he's in the promised land, um, he gets beat in, in AI after Jericho, and <laughs> Joshua's response is, um, I think I should have I should have stayed in Egypt, uh, and mm. God says, "What? Uh, no, son. <laughs> I, I know you. I know you've made an error here. You forgot a few things. Let me help you understand it. Stay with me. Receive it. Let's get this re- reset again, and then let's keep going." And Joshua willingly said, "You know what? I'm going to stay with you. Help me mm-hmm. through this." And then he got to go into the fullness of the promised land. So uh, as we look at this aspect of it is keep remembering that it's um, God works both sides of the deal. And the mm-hmm. only real requirement is do you have a heart to go? And for those that are struggling to go, which which I can appreciate because it hasn't mm-hmm. happened to you and you wonder about it, is give it a try. Right. Come and see. And, and we can help you. And if you if you have some specific things that you'd like to process, we'd like to do it. So send us at questions at afjministry.com and put it on the YouTube channel. We'll be happy to process it. But don't let that, don't let the past history keep you from the opportunity to uh, let God give you the covenant. And so, and we'll talk, we'll talk a little bit more about this uh, uh, as he uh, delivers this and what this really means to us. But uh, we just wanted to help you understand that it's, it's really just, come on, let's go. Mm, I love it. Thanks so much. So encouraging today to just be reminded of the goodness that God has yep. for each and every person who just wants, who will simply say yes and come and see. Yeah. Amen. So have a great afternoon, everyone. Thanks for joining us. Yep. We'll see you next time. We'll see you soon. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments. And tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.